What is up, guys? Oxcord Radio, or Oxcord Sports, I should say, back on the airwaves. Uh, coming off the bye week, we know we had to take a little bit of a, a breather. Rain check. Rain check. We're, we're back. Um, just needed the bye to game plan for this week. We got the scheme set up, ready for the win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, last week was kind of a tough week because I was at the Vikings game, uh, and then our schedules just kind of didn't really work out with each other, uh, typical. But, you know, we are back this week bringing you the content. Um, I really don't think we missed anything too heavy from week seven, but we'll just kind of... Eh. No, we'll just kind of fill in yeah. the dots here and there. You know, we're not going to, like, give you analysis we on three games. We have to go games. all the way back. Yeah, that's, that's too much. But, you know, we'll... We'll tell you what you need to know. So a decent week nine slate coming up. We got a couple teams on by, uh, but Thursday night kicking it off with a little bit of an interesting matchup. Uh, the Cardinals going up against the 49ers. Uh, 49ers coming off of a huge blowout win. Just romped the Panthers. Romped the Panthers 51-13. Tevin Coleman, four touchdowns, uh, over 100 yards on the ground. The defense cleaning up. Nick Bosa is looking amazing. Crazy. Yeah, he's going in. And with Tevin Coleman, what that man did, it, 13 touches. He only had 13 touches, and he put up that stat line. That's just that's crazy, man. This, this mm-hmm. Niners team, the way they're scheming it, they're you know the way they're running the football right now. It's making it really easy for Jimmy Garoppolo. It's keeping the defense fresh, and we're seeing you know Nick Bosa just really come out and show out this year. Um, yes, is a Trump supporter, so goodbye. <laughs> that part maybe you don't love, but you know everything else that he's bringing to the table. Uh, he's a he's a fun player to watch. Really, really putting in work. Richard Sherman. We've kind of seen the seen the reappearance of Richard Sherman. I think he might have had a pick last week too. Lob coming yeah, back, man. south of the border. The remix of the Lob. Yes, sir. <laughs> it's back. So yeah, Niners looking good. Uh, we got the Cardinals coming in. I believe this is Kyler Murray's um, primetime debut, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, sir. Uh, so it is exciting to see that. Um, you know, he kind of he was getting on a bit of a hot streak there, having some good games. Last couple weeks been some tough matchups. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not, you know, a cakewalk here either against San Fran. Uh, so we'll see how they do in these running backs. Really banged up in the backfield right now. Yeah, DJ, uh, questionable as of today. Uh, he is questionable to go. Uh, but Chase Edmonds, the guy who has filled in uh, for a couple weeks, had a huge game against the Giants. He will be out. Uh, they traded for Kenyon Drake. What was it, a fifth-round pick? So I think maybe it's like a conditional pick uh, from the Patriots. Uh, so I think it actually is like a sixth round pick. It oh, kind of okay. depends on how. Yeah, they really the Dolphins really didn't get much for Kenyon Drake, so it almost seems like they were just I don't know trying. They to were get just rid trying to get rid of him. Maybe they didn't stock currency. Yeah, they didn't get yeah they didn't get what they wanted for him. They weren't seeing those deals come in, so maybe that's why you know that deal happened. And I don't know. I feel like they should have maybe gotten a little bit more. I know Kenyon Drake isn't. You know, necessarily a three-down running back, but I mean, we've seen him make plays. I think he's a good, you know, change of pace running back to have on your team. So a little bit surprised that he made the Miami Miracle happen. How could they just deal him like that, bro? Crazy, crazy. Um, So yeah, the running, you know, the running backs. Not sure what to expect for tomorrow for um, Arizona Uh, with San Francisco. We're expecting a lot of Tevin Coleman, uh, some tough injuries. Um, Kyle Shanahan had said today that. 
you know, if the game was today, some of these guys weren't going to play. And the last time I heard that was with David Johnson a couple weeks ago, and then he played three snaps. So I, I am awesome. weary when I hear that. Thank you, yeah. Cliff Kingsbury. Like, yeah, the, Jesus Christ. That was very rude of you. Um, very. Killed me that week. Um, yeah, me too. So, yeah, <laughs> this this week we're expecting more Tevin Coleman, maybe a little bit of Jeff Wilson. Not sure what to expect from the other two guys. Uh you know, I'm definitely taking San Fran here to, to take the dub, uh, probably pretty comfortably. I would as well. Um, you would like to hope that Kyler Murray could do some craziness in his first, you know, home primetime start. Oh, yeah. uh, but I really, you know, this 49ers team is too stout. So good. Uh, and they're better than, would you say that they're better than the Saints who the Cardinals played last week? It goes hand in hand with it. Um, Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know if I'm quite there yet, but I mean it's 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 really a toss up. Like either way you go with it, I think it's pretty even. Um, I guess really the only thing is I feel like the Saints are more of a, a known commodity. We've seen them do it over the past few years. Um, as far as the for, the you know the Forty ers we're just kind of seeing it for the first time. New this kids year. on the block. But I mean they're they're killing it. They're having a great great season. Looking they were last solid. year's Browns, and then they kind of just like. Fizzled. That was because Jimmy G tore his ACL. So that really, yeah. A lot of injuries. But even too, before then, they weren't looking. Even with Jimmy G, he didn't look terrific last year when he when he played. And, you know, this year, I think it's just the way that the team set up, the way they're running the football is making it so easy for him, the way that, it, you know, these teams are playing defense, or his team, I should say, is playing defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, is, you know, really setting him up for success. And I... I don't know. They might get Jimmy Garoppolo even more money than he's already making if they continue to win like this. It's going to come down to him making, because at some point, whether it's during the regular season or deep into the playoffs, he's going to have to make a play himself. Oh, yeah. So whether or not he he can do that, I think he will. But, you know, we'll just have to wait and see because, you know, there's a lot of a lot of things up in the air when it comes to the NFL. Moving to Sunday, and it's going to be an early start if you want to watch some football. 8.30 a.m., the last of the London games, the Houston Texans against the Jaguars. Gardner Minshew going up against Deshaun Watson. Uh, last time we saw this matchup, it was a, a lower-scoring game. It was, I believe, some, around 14-13. I don't think that's the correct score, but it was right yeah, around it was like, there. I think it was like 13-12 or something. It might have been 13-12. Because the Jags went for it. On two to try to win the game. And Leonard Fournette was so close but didn't get it. Um, So I think this game, you know, I think we're going to kind of almost see the opposite. I think we see a bit of a shootout here. These, you know, Texans losing J.J. Watt, that's going to hurt their defense. Um, And just like the Texans' offense, like, is going to put up points. Like, there's no way, at least I don't think you're limiting Deshaun Watson, you know, that much in this Jaguars defense. Mm -hmm. You know, without someone like Jalen Ramsey, now they're not as stout as they were. Couple years ago, when they made that Saxonville. run, Saxonville. Congrats, yeah, Saxonville. You had your your little moment. It has come and it is gone. Blake Bortles uh, <laughs> threw it away. However, to be fair, they are you know they are still you know in the the hunt in that division. Uh, it's four and four good division. Yeah, pretty good division. Got the Colts, uh, Texans, and then right now we have the Jaguars playing while well, the Titans are the Titans. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They've always been the Titans, so yeah, <laughs> and they will always be the Titans. Remember the Titans. <laughs> um, How about that kick in the face? Oh yeah, yeah to Deshaun Watson, and then him still being able to make that to throw? throw, the game-winning touchdown. Yeah, it's that's my QB one. That's my favorite <laughs> player. Like represent. Get out of here. Yeah, he's, dude, he's, a god. he's having a year. He's having a pretty good year. I know to start it was 
you know, not necessarily what we expected. Uh, what the Saints game, he looked good in the Saints game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they put up points there, but then there was a couple weeks where it's like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, they've really come come around um, without Will Fuller right now, expecting him to be out for a few weeks. So, you know, maybe we see Kenny Stills take that step up to the the receiver too. Um, we've seen him, you know, have flashes in in Miami. Uh, so we'll see what he does here. He kind of fits in well, I think, with Deshaun Watson being. You know, this guy just loves to throw the football downfield. I think him and Stafford right now are the two quarterbacks throwing it downfield the most. Um, and just he can run like there's no tomorrow. Uh, I would take the the Texans here. I'm imagining a good amount of points. I just don't know if, you know, Gardner Minshew and those boys can, can keep up. D.D. Westbrook also might be out. I, you know, they're going to have to lean heavy on the run. And with J.J. Watt out, the Texans have been uh, decent against the run game, but there's still, you know, room for error there. And Fournette has had a pretty good year, quiet. Oh, Fournette's having a very good year. Um, you know, it's just one of those things where he's, you know, he's kind of been injury prone. You know, in college, his first couple years in the league, um, besides like the one year, you know, it was kind of tough with him. It's like, and that's why I think we kind of saw him fall off, you know, fantasy draft boards. Is we're not sure, you know, what to expect. Are we getting Leonard Fournette for, you know, four weeks? Are we getting him for eight weeks? Are we getting him for a whole year? Um, you know, and with the foot, it's something that can be reoccurring. But, I mean, he's looked good. He's been healthy. Uh, he's carried the load. And I would imagine, you know, a pretty good game for him here. And they look to lean on him again. Would you take Houston or... Yeah, yeah, I'm going to take the Texans. I, you know, I just really don't see anything at the end of the day that the Jaguars could do more so to win this game than Deshaun Watson could. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I just don't think the offense can put up quite enough points. Colts and Steelers. This should be a pretty good game. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. I think the Steelers team is. I don't want to say coming back. I feel like that offense still, you know, has some work to do with Mason Rudolph at the helm. Not sure how we feel right now about it. Um, it was a really tough first half for him going against the Miami Dolphins. Uh, and kind of got bailed out. Did you see that play where Deontay Johnson scored towards the end of the half? Mm-hmm. That just, wow. Miami, man. That was Miami. crazy. I, I really How don't did they understand. allow him to get into the end zone? Just they, they blitzed. They sent a huge-ass blitz and only had a couple players, you know, out there to protect the end zone and Davian Howard clearly didn't know what coverage was going on. Johnson was open, made a guy miss and he's in the end zone and you know the Steelers kind of built that momentum from there. Uh just Mason Rudolph, we haven't really seen you know a lot from him yet and I think this team is going to go as far as he takes them because that's clearly where their weak spot is. James Conner, we've seen him, you know, put in some work. Uh, Juju, obviously a phenomenal receiver. Deontay Johnson showing someone yesterday or last week. Oh yeah, Juju. Juju's a really good player. Really fun to watch too. And that defense, that defense is very good. Mm -hmm. I think people are sleeping on that defense. As hell. Oh yeah. I mean, you got Derek or not Derek Watt. It's T.J. Watt. It's T.J. Watt. I think we were talking about that a few weeks ago and we couldn't quite remember. It's T.J. Watt. Um, And Devin Bush has been. A sensation for them. Uh, if it wasn't for Nick Bosa, I think we're talking about Devin Bush as the yeah, defensive rookie of the definitely. year for sure. Well, uh, I mean, he could still win it if Nick Bosa wins Defensive Player of the Year because Nick Bosa's been that good. That is crazy. I mean, you're not you're not wrong. He's definitely in that conversation. Um, so yeah, I think this team goes where where Mason Rudolph, Mason, <laughs> uh, Mason Rudolph can take them. Uh, and this Colts team. Without Andrew Luck, we you know Jacoby Brissett has been no joke. Yeah, he's know? been doing some things. The Broncos' defense was tough last week. You know, it was a tough matchup for him. But that play that he made towards the end of the game, uh, 
I want to say it's like a 40-ish yard throw to Ty, where you know he's in his own end zone. He evades from two Broncos oh, defenders. Yeah, I saw that. One of them being Von, Von Miller, Miller, and then on the Jesus. run just throws a bullet, just a straight dime to Ty, toe drag swag, and you know they get the guy Vinatieri up for the field goal, and when it matters, he makes it. So uh, they ended up getting the W there, and he's just he's looked really good um, running that Colts offense. It seems like. You know, I think their offense would maybe be a little bit more prolific with luck, but really haven't seen it drop off that much. Vinatieri has been mm, like he missed a weird field goal last week, two. and I think he might have missed two last week. He's been missing a lot, dude. That's tight. It's weird, but it's really tight. He made it, and you know, shout out to to Frank Reich and you know the Colts for trusting him because I was watching that game. Um, I was watching with Pat, and I was just like, yeah. I I'm not sure if they're actually going to kick it here, like <laughs> the way he's been. But I mean, Vinatieri in crunch time, you got to. He came through for him. Uh, I think I would take the the Colts here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they do end up winning it. I just think, you know, they're going to be able to put up more points on the board than what Mason Rudolph's going to be able to do against this this Colts defense. Yeah, I don't really see. You know, unless if Mason Rudolph can, they can kind of come with a game plan and lean probably a little bit more on James Conner. And really get the ball to Juju and yeah. the guys Trust that can playmakers make, get yeah. in their hands. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we see a lot of passes to to James Conner too. That's something we've seen. We saw it against Cincinnati. We saw it against the Chargers, where um, in the Chargers game it was Devlin Hodges, where they're like, you know, with those young quarterbacks, they're trying to limit those mistakes, and they feel very confident with their defense. So those throws have been, you know, short throws. Jalen Samuels also should be back, so maybe we see a little bit of Wildcat come back into play for the. The Steelers. Um, also, James Conner uh, did get a little bit banged up towards the end of the game. He actually did leave the game um, with something going on. It's like an, a potential AC sprain, I believe. But to my knowledge, he's expected to to go practice practicing in limited um, form right now. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, I, I would probably lean towards the Colts as well. Uh, but I would like to see the Steelers, you know, start the Steelers win this game, stacking some W's and leaning on that D. Uh, to get them some wins. Vikings and Chiefs. Now, this was one of the games that, as a Vikings fan, I looked forward to uh, for one reason. That was Pat Mahomes against the Vikings defense. Well, Pat Mahomes is out uh, with that knee still. He's not expected to play until uh, probably next week against the Titans. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So... You know, it's tough because you want to beat Pat Mahomes when he's in there, but we'll take Matt Moore. Uh, they played a pretty tight game against the Packers last week. Yeah, no, that that offense, Matt Moore, you know, it, it kind of felt like there were some, you know, ups and downs with it. Definitely. Uh, you know, it the offense started off very, very shaky. And then we saw in the second quarter, you know, they make some plays. Uh, Matt Moore was, you know, able to – there's a blitz. Matt Moore is able to throw it up. Travis Kelsey was able to, to come down. Wide open, too. Nice to see Travis Kelsey get in the end zone and celebrate. Have not been able to see that you know too much this year. And then McCole Hardman had a really nice touchdown. And he, you know, it's, he's going to be good. He's going to be really good. He can make plays. Fast. He's essentially, yeah, he's essentially Tyreek Hill 2.0 for you know what you can make of that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, shorter, you know, stouter guy, but so fast. One of the fastest you know guys in the league. I believe he ran like a 4.340. That's crazy. Um, yeah, no, Hardman is, is lightning quick. Um, so there's playmakers. You know, obviously we're changing the dynamic a little bit here with Matt Moore. You're not going to necessarily get what you get from, from Pat Mahomes. But I feel like Andy Reid has enough to have this offense, you know, produce some. It's You know, it's not going to be the same. And I don't think it's going to be enough to, you know, keep up with the Vikings offense. Um, 
the Chiefs' defense clearly their their weak point there. Um, and you know this offense is looking good. I know last week I've I've heard a bit of you know like oh that game was you know pretty close. And I know like nineteen to nine is like a you know a relatively close. It wasn't score, that close. But it never no. watching that game. No. it never felt that close. No, 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 it didn't. Not at all. Dalvin Cook absolutely ate what you you know you'd expect. Um, and Kirk Cousins, yeah, for your fantasy team, you were upset. But I mean, he played really well. I imagine only three offense. incompletions. Yeah. He, he played really well, and you know, and two of those kind, were throwaways. Same kind of thing at the beginning of the year too. I feel like people were almost holding that week one game against him, and it's like, bro, he threw it ten times. Like, come on now. Uh, so, you know, he's gotten. I mean, he had a couple tough weeks, but he's looked good. It's been good matchups. This is another good matchup. I think the Vikings' offense is just too much for the the Chiefs to keep up with, which. Sounds weird saying, but <laughs> Pat Mahomes isn't in. So. The D is on fire. Daniil Hunter had a strip sack last week of old boy Case Keenum. <laughs> uh, we were able to corral AP a little bit, but he busted loose on a couple things. Uh, Anthony Harris had a pick off a pass uh, high to uh, Terry McLaurin, um, but that was when Dwayne Haskins was in the game, so that was garbage. Typical. I think if Case Keenum would have been in there the whole time, it would have been a little bit closer because – there was, I think, during the second quarter, they had a trip into the red zone, mm-hmm. and they were pretty close. They were knocking on the door, like inside the five. And of course, it was granted by Xavier Rhodes' pass interference. Like Jesus Christ, this man needs to get it together. Yeah. Start locking people down, bro. Like we need roads closed. We yeah. need it. <laughs> not, not any of this, this getting year. burnt yeah. off an eight-yard curl route. Like, come on, bro. Yeah. Stop he's, playing he's off your be receiver. Yeah. No, and especially with him. I mean, I know he's not like. The fastest guy around, but I mean, he's a he's a bigger guy. He's one of the you know few corners where he like is comparable to the size of some of these bigger guys. So I would like to see him, you know, um, can't think of the word at the moment, but I'd like to see him on the line, you know, mm-hmm. um, press. Thank you. That is the word, you know, pressing these guys and you know getting them off their routes. That's football what he should IQ. be. There it is. <laughs> um, he thinks football. I think fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I. You know, it just even if Case Keenum play like was in the game and the Redskins were able to score a little bit more, I feel like the Vikings easily would have you know tried to score more. Mm-hmm. It just really felt like they were yeah just, just trying to run the ball. I mean, especially Madison had sixty yards rushing. Like when your backup running back has sixty yards rushing, like clearly you have an agenda to run the ball. I mean, that's just you know what it was, and they're not necessarily going to be able to do that. Against the Chiefs, because I think they do have to score a little bit more, but I think they'll be able to do so. Bears and Eagles. Uh, Let's go. So the Bears taking a heartbreaking L <laughs> to the Chargers by a point against... 17-16. Yeah. Yes, sir. Eddie Pinheiro, wide uh, left, LOL. Uh, and then the Eagles last week picking up a much-needed dub against the Bills. That was a pretty complete victory. Oh, yeah. Miles Sanders able beautiful. to do his thing. Snapped. That was also beautiful. Uh, that run, crazy. He He did get hurt, though. Um, I, yeah, I, I think he's like going to play. I'm pretty sure he's practicing, um, but banged up his shoulder a little bit. Um, so I guess in that case, would expect maybe a little bit more Jordan Howard, um, and maybe we see someone like Boston Scott, or I believe Darren Sproles is back. Um, so maybe they, you know, play the the spell back, the change of pace back to Jordan Howard in the case that Sanders right. is out. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a it was a huge win though against Buffalo. Honestly, like. Going into that game, the weather was disgusting. Yeah, like, like I didn't fifty think, mile yeah. per hour winds. Yeah, I didn't think anybody was going to be putting up points. And the next thing I know, it's you know, I believe thirty one for the Eagles. And I just mm-hmm. so proud. Mm-hmm. The boys are back. Got it back going. Of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like the mojo 
um, is back in town. And I feel like Orlando Skandrick, and I don't know what it is about this Eagles team, but I just feel like they need to feel like people are doubting them or there's like an underdog or like there's some sort of we need like they need some sort of like motivation for some reason and I don't know why but when they get that motivation there's there's no stopping them Orlando Skandrick we had some to things bad. to say and you know what I have some things to say Orlando Skandrick Carson Wentz is better than Dak Prescott oh period I don't think it's that hot of a take wait he, he said that he he said, okay, so what he said, he didn't say necessarily skill-wise, yeah, but he was like, Dak's a, a natural-born leader. Uh, Carson Carson Wentz, and and I'm just kind of paraphrasing. I'm not, like, wording this, you know, word for word. Um, but essentially along the lines of the Eagles weren't staying late at practices until there were drops. And, you know, what? I, I could care less. I really, you know, could care less. I just don't understand why he felt the need to, you know, kind of throw that that shade out there. Um, I believe he had some other things to say. I don't I don't remember those off, you know, off top, but... Hmm. They use it clearly as motivation because, I mean, that as good as you could look for an offense, I think the Eagles did um, in that in that weather. Wentz made some some good throws, a very nice touchdown to Dallas Goddard, who it's kind of weird seeing Zach Ertz, like, not. Yeah, play second Ertz fiddle. Things. Yeah. They've had, like, it's identical like 50, 50 between those yeah, two stat lines over the last month. That's pretty crazy to me. Um, who do you – Eagles, I'm assuming you'll take. Yeah, I'm I'm riding with the the guys here. Uh, I think it's you know I think it is a tough game. It's another tough defense. Too many tough defenses these last couple of weeks. Um, with New it's England Mitch coming Trubisky, up soon, you'll be fine. Yeah, but Mitch Trubisky coming in, you know, makes me makes me feel a little bit better. And you know the run, the run D is tough for Philly. You, it's very hard to run on them. Uh, I like David Montgomery, you know, as a player, very good player. And we saw him kind of break out last week with 27 carries. But Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, dude, it was it was nuts. If um, you would have told me that Matt Nagy gave one running back 27 carries, would have slapped you across well, the face. Well, it's just like it, it's a huge over, maybe not, or kind of an overcorrection, I guess. I mean, they lost. But, I mean, to go from having Mitch Trubisky throw it 50 times to the very next week having your boss. rookie running back run it 27 times, Let's maybe meet somewhere in the middle. Um, you know, good matchup for Allen Robinson. I feel like Allen Robinson should have a pretty good week. I don't expect a lot of points here, uh, for honestly, for either team, because I do think that, you know, Bears' defense is legit. Um, but I, I would take the Eagles. Maybe they look to lean on the run a little bit more because that is the weakness of the Bears One Bears stat defense. to pin on the overcorrection bit because, you know, was the run and then the week before against the Saints, 50 attempts or whatever. Yeah. Tariq Cohen had nine catches for 19 yards. That was against the Saints, right? Yes, and it was mainly off dump-offs. Did you see, oh my God, speaking of, did you see the Saints like making fun of Yeah, Tariq Eli Cohen's Apple fight? was like, eh. <laughs> and he got hurt two plays later. Yeah, it's... Eli Apple is garbage. Please do your job before you make fun of anybody. That's just so dumb. That's just like a Saints thing, though. That just reminded me of like that Alvin Kamara, Mark Ingram, like before the... Minneapolis miracle, like they were amped, like all the games over, and it's like ah. eating airheads. Like congratulations, yeah, so enjoy your sugar. It's just like that's how the Saints, you know, their their mindset is. Whatever, good for them, I guess. A really good football team, but a weird mindset. Jets and Dolphins. This is a disgusting. Disgusting. Game. Uh, Dolphins still have not won a game. They came kind of close against the Steelers. Got off to a good start, and then they dropped the ball. Oh, yeah. uh, Jets had a really, really tough outing against the Jaguars. Sam Darnold looked like he might have been seeing ghosts again because he got, threw got, three got. picks. Got, got, got. Uh, 
in eight sacks, got sacked eight times. Yeah. And now the Jets are, uh, you know, there's the trade deadline happening this week and basically them putting us, offering up everybody but Darnold and Quinnen Williams. So oh, that means yeah. they were taking offers for Le'Veon Bell and Jamal Adams, and then Jamal Adams was super upset about that. And Exactly, yeah. I mean, I, mean, gotta, I would be too. It but kind of reminded crazy. me of what the Lakers did last year when they were trying to get AD and they just kind of aired all their business out there. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, how are they supposed to want to play for you when you do it like that? So I, just, I didn't really like the way the Jets went about it. But, I mean, yeah, like literally Lev Bell and Jamal Adams, arguably your best two players, you're like, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll ship them out. And I get that, like, you know, Adam Gaze wasn't – I don't believe he was there and made the decision to, like, sign Lev Bell. But, I mean, Lev Bell is – he's so good. And, you know, maybe it doesn't show this year statistically because that offense has been trash. But, I mean, if you, you know – Give him a decent, you know, offense to be a part of. He's going to make plays, and he's going to help you win. And Jamal Adams is one of the best safeties in the league. He's, you know, very high up there. So I found that very interesting. I just I don't and like captain too. Exactly. I don't like the business going on in New York right now. I mean, for either of the teams, but especially the Jets. Uh, so I'm going to go out on kind of a limb here and take Miami. Whoa. I mean, they are this playing at be, home. See, the thing is, is this one in front of fifteen thousand fans? It wouldn't be hard for me, but after seeing what Miami did against Pittsburgh, and it felt like they almost just let Pittsburgh come right back into that game um, with how they played. Um, you know, a play very close to the end of the half where they essentially just let Deontay Johnson score. You know, when it's third and twenty, the goal is to prevent them from getting twenty yards, not to let them get more than twenty yards and then a touchdown. Uh, and it just, you know, with the blitz that they pulled, to me, that's just how it came off. Is like they were just like, oh, just, I don't know. It didn't seem like they were trying to me. So right. that's what makes it hard for me to pick that kind of team to win a football game. But I mean, that just that for me goes to speak how, you know, just sort of toxic it seems right now for the new york jets yeah what's going on definitely a lot of gross stuff going on uh we hope they figure it out i really like jamal adams Uh, such a good player he needs to be treated right i'm very happy he did not end up on the cowboys well he was there was the possibility of him getting flipped out there uh i I guess our deal almost got done with the ravens for jamal adams imagine that secondary who marcus peters Peters, earl thomas Marlon that Humphrey. Is, that is the LOB 2.0. They're going they're going deep if the Raiders or not the Raiders, the Ravens get him. Yeah, I mean the trade deadline was very boring and disappointing. Low. The only Nobody move was traded Aqib Talib to the Dolphins for a fifth round pick. Like, are you kidding me? Come on. That was that was really disappointing. I wanted to see Trent Williams get dealt from Washington. It was honestly I was really hoping he would go. I know you don't like Cleveland. I'm not gonna say I'm like a super fan of Cleveland here, but that line is ass. Um, well, they did it to themselves, giving up their best pass blocker for Odell. So. They did, and I, I still think it's, I still think it's worth. It. I think Odell is a hell of a talent. They, well, it's not worth it now because they they're two and six. Work. So, I can't argue that point. Um, but yeah, very disappointing and boring trade deadline. Titans and Panthers. This is a little bit of a eh, game, just because. I don't know. I don't really know what to expect from either of these teams. The Panthers have been. Good, I guess, but last week they kind of got one, but that was, you know, against a yeah, very super superior good team. team. Very good team with the Niners. And and to be honest, like, we've seen Kyle Allen have some kind of cupcake defenses he's been playing. That was, like, the first, like, real defense he's played. Um, and I think this Titans defense is better than what he's probably been facing, too, mm-hmm. but obviously not to that extent. Um, that Niners, they just absolutely were all over that, man. Yeah. Um, 
But, I mean, I imagine, you know, we're going to see the same game plan we see every week. Christian McCaffrey is going to run and catch the ball like no other. Literally, like, over 50% of, like, the Panthers' offensive plays go through Christian McCaffrey, which is... That's crazy. Which is crazy for a running back. Like, how? How does that work? But, you know, he's getting that usage. I think I would take the... I think I would take the Panthers here. I'm not going to let my recency bias from what we saw last week um, affect it too much. I mean, the Titans' offense has looked better with uh, Brian Tannehill in. Mm-hmm. They were without Delaney Walker Definitely. last week. John um, Smith stepped he up. He came up. Thank you, John Smith. <laughs> I, <laughs> I owe you lunch or something. You came through for me, man. Um, but, yeah, that passing offense has looked better with, with Tannehill. I just I don't necessarily see them. I just don't think they're as good of a team as the Panthers, even with um, Kyle Allen at the helm. Cam Newton, speaking of the quarterback situation, Cam Newton, I'm thinking, comes back next week or the week after is the way that I'm okay. seeing it happening. But, I mean, we'll, we'll see what they choose to do. Cam in the foot. Who knows what's going to be up with that? I just I mean, hope he comes back 100%. That's all I want. Well, the, the problem is that he's – they're probably going to think he's 100%, but he's not. He's going to be like that's, 80 and I feel like that's kind of what it's I'm been. I'm playing hurt, man. I, I think he's probably been under 80% for a good amount of the past couple of years. Like, it feels like he's always, you know, banged up with something, especially a shoulder injury. Like, his profession is to throw the football. If his throwing shoulder, you know, is having issues, it's going to make him, you know, make it difficult for him to do Garbage. his job. Even, you know, someone like Cam Newton, who we saw a few years ago, just take the league by storm. Yeah, that was weird. I was thinking about that last night. Like, this man was the MVP. Like, by throwing dots margin, on a it felt like regular too. basis, like and the thing was too, he was running the ball more, which I love to see him, you know, do when he comes. They back. don't want him to do that but anymore. He's he, he's too injury prone, that, man. man. You can't do that to Bro. Cam though, because that's like that's a big part of his game. You know, he's just like this huge man who can you know sort of, kind of you know Josh Allen to me is like the, a similar comp or like the newish version of Cam Newton, where he's not always the most accurate passer. So like to turn him into just a pocket passer isn't. It's not a smart way to utilize him. Big, you know, big threat in the the red zone, running the football. So we'd like to see that when he comes back. All right. Uh, last of the noon games, Redskins and Bills. Uh, so, you know, both those teams coming off an L, uh, probably a little bit desperate to get themselves back in the win column. Uh, Redskins at 1-7, and seven, Bills at 5-2. and two. That's crazy. But, you know, I... back matchup for them. I, yeah, you know, I see the Bills eating, especially if Case Keenum is out. Case Keenum went out uh, right before halftime of the Vikings game with a concussion. He is still in the protocol, so that likely means Dwayne Haskins for this week, and Whenever Dwayne Haskins has seen the field, it has been very, very, it's been very tough, rough. man. It's Especially been... going up against a quality Bills defense, I don't think anything is really going to come of this matchup. Daniel, Daniel Jones or Dwayne Haskins right now? Who do you? Who Daniel do you Jones. Have? You take Daniel, Daniel Jones? I think you definitely have to at the moment. I feel like Daniel Jones has been set up, I guess, for more success, mm-hmm. I think you could say. Um, he's got a little bit more around him. Yeah, he's a little bit more around him, and just like the situation – I mean, just like the situation in general, I mean, Dwayne Haskins, head coach, literally just like got fired in the mm-hmm. middle of the year. Granted, I mean, you could maybe do something like that. With that Pat organization Schirmer. is a dumpster fire. Yeah, it's well, just the like organization not going, mean. you know, all the way down. Like, it starts up top, and it's With the worst no owner in professional sports history. That. Um, so, yeah, I just think it's tough, you know, for Dwayne Haskins. But this is a, a really bad team. Really the only bright spot that I've seen has been Terry McLaurin. Mm-hmm. He's you know he's looked good when they've been able to give him the ball. And in that Vikings game, like 
right away, Terry McLaurin got going, and I was like, no, yeah, no, stop this, because I was playing I was, in fantasy. But I mean, he was he was. I had to work. play him, and I still was like, eh. I came yeah, out of that night with eight points, matchup. and yeah. I was like, e- 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 I yeah. I mean, he, got well, more, the thing but. is, he started off so hot. I thought he was going to have a really nice game, and yeah. it just, you know, it kind of filled it out, fizzled out, and you know, Dwayne Haskins coming in is going to play a role into that. Case Keenum was, you know, really hitting him. Um, I just don't think this is just a team that's not going to win many games. There's not you know much talent. They're in a very similar boat as Miami, where it's like, for your own good, you probably want to lose, especially at this point. Um, the Redskins' only win was against Miami. Exactly. Um, so I think Buffalo. This is a a great chance for them to sort of get their their swagger back, for lack of a better term. I'm old now, <laughs> saying a word like swagger, but this offense, you know, Josh Allen, I think. Should bounce back, have a good game. I'd like to see Devin Singletary get going. I am biased. Yeah. But whenever I, you know, am seeing either the stat lines or just, you know, the few Buffalo Bills plays I get to watch, Devin Singletary just looks, I mean, obviously, you know, way more explosive than, you know, Frank Gore. And he's obviously going to be able to make more plays, you know, Mm -hmm. especially in the passing game. So I'd like to see him get more involved. We've seen him right around, you know, anywhere between like five to ten touches and you know i don't think you know getting him like 10 to 12 i think is you know a good number give frank or the rest so if you guys want to do that that would be awesome um <laughs> fantasy bias here fantasy bias for don't sure. listen sean McDermott. um but i mean frank gore is so old man he's not the future of granted he's you know, they're worried about Stop the, whining. they are worried about the present so i understand but i just think devin singletary is going to be able to make more plays. so maybe at some point we see him take over more i mean he did play um over 60 percent of the snaps last week so he's getting more time. I, I don't know if that was just more due to game script or what the deal was with that. Bills by 15 Yeah, at give least. me Buffalo. Uh, moving to the late games, Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Seahawks. Uh, interesting. Jameis Winston going into the 12th man. Oh uh, that's going to be rough if... I don't I don't know how that's going to work out because he's been It is a city. roller coaster watching Jameis Winston, you know, Depending on, it really doesn't matter if you love him or hate him. For you, it's going to be a roller coaster because he has those moments where it's just like, dude, you are not an NFL quarterback. <laughs> and then like you'll see him like play like two or three drives, and it's like, dude, this guy's like a top five like talent in oh. the league. He, dude, when he is like actually on his his throws and a very underrated rusher, I think. Just saying like he looks like a top five quarterback, maybe a little bit of a stretch, but mm-hmm. just like saying he looks. You know, he looks like a, a very – he looks like a productive NFL quarterback. I'll say that. Um, okay. And, <laughs> and the weapons, you know, on this team, having guys like Mike Evans and Chris Godwin is is crazy. You know, having a tight end with the skill of O.J. Howard. Make America braid again. <laughs> Make America braid again. We've been seeing that um, more the last few weeks. So can we stop that, please? <laughs> that would be great. Um, they and, need a running game. Yeah, like, they do. That just go help. out and get somebody. What like, if, and and I, I, I don't know the books, but what if the Jets and the Buccaneers made a trade and Lev Bell went to Tampa? That would be dude juicy. Lev but Bell in that know. passing game. I just, oh, I don't know. That I would love to see that. I would love to see that, man. Um, that would be cool, but like, well. I don't think that that would be like he wouldn't be any further along to getting to a championship with them versus. What would the you? Jets. I guess what kind of like? Right, are you thinking like a top like three back right now in the league kind of thing, or like what? 
just someone that's like formidable that can give them yards and you know that they can kind of you know have as an option you know to the point where they can oh the buccaneers are a threat to running the guy the ball because of this guy you know yeah I mean, it doesn't have to be a superstar or a top whatever guy, but... Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, that's exactly it. I think Lev Bell could totally do that. I just think he's had a really tough, you know, crack at it this this year with a... Just a... Just the Jets. I I hate the Jets. I don't like what the Jets are doing. (laughs) Adam Gase is just... He's such a... I don't even know how to put it into words. Psychopath? That works. It just, like... I don't understand what people have seen for Adam Gaze to, like, get these chances. Mm. Like, whenever I'm watching an Adam Gaze coach team, like, they have looked horrible. They've looked very bad. And, you know, I get it. Like, I don't want to hold too much against them. You know, this year there's been a lot of injuries. But even when healthy, this team has not just not looked that great. But to get, I guess, back on track with the game that we have, Russell Wilson has been nothing, you know, short of spectacular so far this year. Uh, Chris Carson being MVP at workforce. Oh, yeah. De Russell Wilson, you know, you could definitely argue probably top three for sure mm-hmm. candidate right now. Um, seeing DK Metcalf kind of get it going. Two TDs last week. DK Metcalf. Yeah, I think with Will Disley out, he kind of gets that sort of goal line tight end Let's sort go. of look right now. He's so physical. and Dude, yeah, he's a, he's a freak, man. And I mean that obviously in a positive way. You know, just... <laughs> Physically yeah, dominant. Um, <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> the last thing I need in my life is DK Metcalf trying to beat my ass. Hunting um, you down. <laughs> shirtless with Pete Carroll. No, nah, I'm good. Uh, I think there. I, honestly, I think there's going to be a lot of scoring in this one. I think this is one of those games that's a shootout. Who are you taking? I, I think I'm taking Seattle. Um, just like they played, I believe it was Baltimore. Was it Baltimore last week that they had the? The Falcons. Oh, it was the Falcons. Baltimore was the week before. I mean, two kind of tough weeks, to be honest. They started out really hot against Atlanta and then really fizzled out in mm-hmm. that second half, letting Atlanta and Matt Schaub come back in the game. Which Matt, Matt Schaub, Schaub almost, 460 yeah, yards, dude. Almost, yeah, that's that's a uh, lot. That's crazy. For Matt Schaub. That Jeez. is nuts. Um, which, I mean, come on. Like, Jameis Winston is going to be able to, I, I, you know, do some things against this, this defense. Not necessarily 460 yards, but I think he'll have some success. The Seahawks... Offense is obviously very prolific, but I'll take Seattle here. Lions and Raiders. So these are two teams that are kind of, you know, middling. Uh, Definitely middle of the pack. Yeah. Could maybe, you know, the Lions started out like, oh, are they mm-hmm. good, but no. No. No, they're not. No. <laughs> Wrecked them. Emphatic no. Though, even though Aaron, or not Aaron Jones, Marvin Jones had four TDs against us, they couldn't do anything because our defense is God mode and Dalvin well, Cook I mean, is the, God mode. To be and, fair, the, the Lions, did, how many points did they score in that game? 30. 30-something? 30 yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they had, they had some the success. Matt Stafford. Us, Matt Stafford has looked good these last couple weeks. Yeah. <laughs> they're not going to do anything. Not a Stafford fan. The NFC. Uh, I mean... You know, it's just, I don't know. I've heard things like people would rather take him over Kirk Cousins. And I'm just like, dude, come on. Like, the Lions gave him that much money two, a year or two before Kirk Cousins got signed to that amount of deal. And what has Matthew Stafford done? In the in the time that he's been in Detroit, they have gone to two playoff games. Or I think it's three. Two or three. In the wild card round and have not won ever. Like, he hasn't, and they haven't, I guess they haven't put anything around him, whatever. But, yeah. like. If you're, I don't know. I get it. I feel like we ex- maybe expected more in the past from Matt Stafford with you know some of the offensive weapons he's had. Um, I guess I mean you could kind of say you know the same thing with Kirk Cousins because he hasn't really you know produced you know it, 
especially playoff success. We've seen no playoff success in mm-hmm. his games against winning teams. Granted, I don't want to pin that one on him too much because I feel like he's, for his entire career, not his entire career now, but a good amount of the time, you know, he's been on pretty bad teams that, yeah. you know, it's going to be harder to beat some of these winning teams. And then last year was a shit show. Yeah, last year, I don't know what the hell happened. Um, Me neither. I just, honestly, I think you say Kirk Cousins is better. I'm cool with that. If you want to say Matt Stafford's better, I, I get it. I think they're like... Pretty even, I guess I would say. Kirk Cousins maybe a little bit more mobile, but as far as like arm talent goes, pretty similar decision making. Pretty similar. I'd say Stafford's probably a better decision maker, but we've seen Stafford make some hideous throws. Yeah, definitely have seen that in our days. Mm-hmm. Uh, on this Raiders team, we're starting to see Josh Jacobs get going a little bit more, getting more of a role. Um, so, you know, this is a good matchup for. As far as a run defense go, he's <clears throat> Michael Fabiano start of the week. Tyrell Williams has so been take that as what you will a great wide receiver one for Derek Carr. I mean, it's been oh, yeah. in every game that Tyrell Williams. Waller, oh my god, yeah, that too. Darren, Darren Waller, Waller has, has been just come out, and I regret every single day <laughs> that I did not make a claim for him after week one. Um, now he got paid like eight nine mil a year. Waller the baller man. He's been Uh-oh. he's been going in, um, getting paid now. Uh, he's I mean he's been that guy, especially with Tyrell out for some games. Uh, we've really seen them lean on Darren Waller in that passing game. Uh, I think another game I expect there to be a good amount of scoring here. These defenses aren't, you know, necessarily anything to, to write home about, especially the Lions trading Quandre Diggs. Uh, and also one of their corners got hurt last week. I can't think of who it was, but they're without another corner. Um, Darius Slay, you know, has been good. He wanted out. necessarily what he's. He wanted Quandre out. Quandre Diggs wanted out. No, Slay or, wanted out. Because oh, that, they traded his buddy. Oh, wow. I knew there was, like, some some beef that Quandre Diggs got dealt. I didn't know that that's actually why Darius Slay wanted out. Um, I found it kind of crazy, though. Like, the Lions apparently were looking for, quote-unquote, a Jalen Ramsey-like package. And it's like, don't get me wrong, Darius Slay's a good corner, but come on. Come on, man. It's not It's not close. They're trying to be Legion of Boom in the North with... You don't even have a pass rush. Your best guy is Trey Flowers, boy. Yeah, like, come on. Chill out. Uh, I would... Uh, Patricia is wild for that one. Who are I you going to take in this game? I think I'll take the Lions in this I'm one. I'm taking the Raiders, boy. I was going to say, I'm I'm tempted, man, to take the Raiders. I just... Matt Stafford's been on fire lately. I'm just going to roll with the hot hand here. Um, and think Stafford just puts up more points. If the Raiders can beat the Bears, they can beat the Lions. <laughs> at home versus in London? Come on now. I mean, I just feel like the Lions... And they have a good offense and their wide receivers. I just that Bears offense is bad and it makes no sense to me because Matt Nagy is, you know, this offensive mind, but they He has Mitch Trubisky. He can only throw to one side of the field. Fair. I mean fair. But nonetheless, I mean you'd expect a little bit more. I still think. I get that Mitch Trubisky isn't you know nothing to write home about, but come on. Packers and Chargers out in L.A. at the soccer stadium. Uh, so we're going to see a lot of cheese heads and a lot of cheering for the Packers because... The Another home game. Yep, basically. Which, I mean, they're one of those teams where it's not like a home game everywhere they go, but they have fans I mean, Oh, yeah. I mean, last year when the Packers played in L.A., there was a lot, a lot of Packers fans And there. we saw that against the Steelers, too, for the Chargers this year on Monday oh, Night Football. That, that was, was insane. Gro- that was Sunday Night Football, but oh, yeah, it damn. was gross. Yeah, yeah. It was like... 80% Steelers fans. It's, I actually felt bad. Towels were I actually felt bad. Came out. Um, so I'll just start with saying the Packers aren't going to win this game. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot going on with the Chargers. Just fired their offensive coordinator, Ken Wisenhunt. Have not been able to get it going on they won the ground. Against the Bears. Barely. The Bears. Oh, <laughs> the Bears let them win that game, man. Yeah, they did. Um, you know, not 
maybe intentionally like some teams have been, but they, you know, they just ended up letting the Chargers do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I just – after talking about Matt Nagy, I just, like, lost it. I lost all my train of thought. Um, Packers and Chargers. Packers buddy. and Chargers. Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, I imagine they lean on them here. Just I mean, this Chargers run defense is not very good. Devontae Adams should be back at it, um, hoping that he's back at it. Uh, you know, it seems like each week there's been, maybe not as far as practice has totally gone. We've seen him do some individual stuff, but he's saying that he's been feeling better. So we're hoping that he gets back out there. Packers pass defense is, you know, pretty damn good. Uh, with the Chargers, if they can't get, you know, anything going on the ground here, when are they going to be able to? Because that run game mm. has just been hideous, and it doesn't make any sense after what we saw last year from them with Eckler and Melvin Gordon. It's their line. They have gotten significantly worse. Did get hurt too, Injuries. You know? Yeah, it's. That's fair. I just maybe Melvin Gordon isn't in shape. That could that could be it too. I mean, he's also just like not. A very explosive back. He doesn't really blow you away mm-hmm. necessarily like that. I mean, he's a guy that can break towels, towels, <laughs> tackles. Thank you, uh, tackles, and can make you know people miss on occasion and get involved in the passing game. But not like like Saquon or somebody you know where he's just gonna vroom, like mm-hmm. right past you. That's kind of where I guess Austin Eckler sort of comes into play for them. Um, I just yeah, I don't think it's that close here. I think the Packers wall up on the Chargers. Yeah, I think so too. Aaron Jones, I mean, had a huge game last Ridiculous. week against the Chiefs. Ridiculous. Uh, so if he can do that against the Chiefs, I it might be open season. But then, you know, every time we think something like that will happen, Aaron Jones will come out like sixteen carries, sixty three like yards. Or yeah, something. yep, and something ugly like get that. As much, you know, time so, but like, I'm still going to take the Packers. They've looked oh, yeah. really good this year. Uh, Are they seven and one. Yes, sir. Jeez. Yeah. Very good. We should have beat them. Um, whatever. Anyway, uh, Browns and Broncos, the last of our late games before we get to some great primetime games. Um, some tea on Baker Mayfield. <laughs> he got into <laughs> it with Spittle a reporter, <laughs> and I just, uh, like, bro, shut up. Like, just do your job and learn how to read a defense, bro. Yeah. Like, Stop talking about other people. Stop getting emotional when someone asks you a question. Just do the thing. Like, come on. Like New England says, do your job. <laughs> Last week it was an <laughs> ugly game. Turning the ball over on three consecutive snaps. That was... That's... Well, I was just like some I would have stopped Browns watching if I was too. a Browns fan. It was yeah, take and the and Chubb and jersey off. I'm invested in the Browns fantasy wise, so that was very difficult to watch. I mean, first play, one of the Browns, I think it was like one of the linemen, like just sort of like rolled over, and his foot kicks the ball out of Nick Chubb's hands, and then we got Nick Chubb on like a 40, 50 yard run, a long and just run, gets and then it popped, yeah, punched out, you know, right at the end. And then the the bad one was Baker, Baker that Mayfield's was, butt fumble. It was butt fumble esque. It's like I get that that's the play call, but dude, like, do you not just see what's going it right on? Like, to him, like, just hold on. Oh, to I'm the just ball gonna do it anyway. And, and you know, do what you can with it, but don't just give it to. I think it was, I don't even remember who it was. It might have been Van Noy. I don't remember. Lawrence who he, Guy. Thank you. Short last name. Um, I knew it was somebody. Uh, yeah, and just like right to him. Like, come on, dude. Terrible decision making. Nick Chubb. Garbage. So good though. Nick Chubb is so good. Wasting it'll be interesting to see. Literally. Um, and OBJs. It'll be interesting and OBJs because OBJ and is so Garrett. ridiculously talented. Miles Garrett. Even you know Jarvis Landry too is a very you know very yeah, good receiver. Yeah. Um, so if Baker and you know I still think this line needs to get better. Baker needs to get better. This line needs to get better. You know, figure it out. 
get your weapons going, and, and just give the ball to Nick Chubb. The way he's been running it is just ridiculously efficient. What you know kind of felt like a bad game for him last you know last week. He ran for like 120 yards. Like it's nuts. Mm-hmm. You know how explosive, how many tackles he breaks, how fast he is. He's deceivingly fast. Um, going into this game, Joe Flacco not going to be playing. We're seeing Brandon Allen, I believe mm-hmm. is his name. Yeah, no thanks. Herniated disc in so, Flacco's neck after he got popped trying to throw a Hail Mary on the last play of the game against the Colts. Then ends up calling out the coaches. He's upset. Yeah, he, he was pissed. Upset. Like, we got to go for it. We're 2-6 and six now. Yeah. We suck. And I'm like, bro, I agree with you. And then yeah. I guess Vic Fangio was not very pleased with that. So, Oh, yeah, no, they don't like that. I mean, Emmanuel Sanders you know, said to look at the tape or something like that with why he wasn't producing. It was something along and those they dealt- lines. And they dealt him. Yeah, that's just how. Like, All right, bro. That's just yeah. That's just how the All right, John this Broncos is. It's another one of those, you know, you know, they got their Super Bowl a few years ago, but after that, it's like, you know, what have you done for me lately? Nothing. Not a nothing. You know, I don't like, even know if they've made it the, a sniff. The quarterbacks close to the that they've been bringing in, and then, you know, this is not a shot at Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco had some good years in the NFL, but I mean, since Peyton Manning, like who jo- John Elway has been drafting? Brock Osweiler. Brock Paxton Osweiler. Lynch. Paxton Lynch. Trevor um, Simeon. The, yeah, the Trevor Simeon phase, which, you know, worked for a couple games. And just, you know, come on. And, you know, we out Drew Locke. We're waiting to see what happens. But based on, you know, John Elway's track record, you know, so far in drafting quarterbacks, you know, I think I'm good. Uh, mm-hmm. But we'll see. I, I'm not going to write him off. He hasn't, you know, played a single play in the NFL yet. Uh, I would, you know, definitely take the Browns here. I get that both teams aren't playing that well. But, I mean, without – you know, a, a starting quarterback really for the the Broncos. It's just it's hard to pick them. At least John we- John Elway didn't send the house for Mitch Trubisky. You you got the Bears there. <laughs> you got the Bears there. You know I I want to take the Broncos, but I don't know who this Brandon Allen exactly. If, character if Joe Flacco's is. playing, maybe I feel a little bit better. So I'm just gonna kind of lean towards more of the Browns, but it, at the first sight of them going sour. Broncos, baby! <laughs> just because the Browns are too diseased. Like, they... Well, you is, hate the Browns, too. I don't hate the Browns. I just hate that they got all this hype, and then Baker Mayfield talks shit about all these other people. Daniel Jones, like, why are you talking about him? Shut yeah. up! And do your job. Baker Learn to read a defense, bro. Come on. Stop throwing picks what's to, confusing to people me, in front of you. What's confusing to me is he had so, we saw him play so well last year towards the end of the year when he took over. And it's been it's the line been too. The same. Yeah, and he the can't line stay is, upright. And yeah, he's he's definitely has to get better. He has to read defenses better. But I mean, we saw him last year, you know, you know, do it. You know, defenses are I would have to look at it, but defenses are probably scheming him a little bit different and maybe that's throwing him off, but mm-hmm. You know, that line has been no no help to him. But, yeah, I'd take the Browns here. All right. Moving to Sunday night. Uh, probably the best game of the week, in my opinion, on the slate. Probably arguably. Patriots against the Ravens. The first good team that the Patriots have played thus far. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then the Ravens uh, going into CenturyLink, getting a dub. Uh, who did they play? I think they were on by last week, were they? Or the Ravens. Ravens? Yes. Yes, they were on by last So they've week. had some – they've had – you know, time to prepare for this gaudy Patriots defense who Patriots defense is crazy. So they're yeah. the defense is number three in fantasy football and standard scoring and ridiculous. six in PPR. That is ridiculous. Overall. How? Like just I mean the quarterbacks are you know, they've been playing as helps. Darnold I take too much. Josh Rosen. Them, yeah. Josh Rosen Case Keys. in the game against Nick Falk. Ugh. Josh Allen to a certain extent. I mean, Josh Allen is Quite possibly the best quarterback they've played so far. 
That's sad. Yeah. And the Bears scored – not the Bears. The Bills, They scored like 16 points on them or yeah, something? Yeah, it was like an that. ugly game against the Bills. Um, I guess going into this game against the Ravens, I think you're right, definitely the best team they're playing. Well, especially, I guess, from an offensive standpoint. You know, they have not played anybody like Lamar Jackson yet. No. Um, nowhere near Are they close. prepared for Lamar? Which I think Lamar Jackson is just one of – those few guys that you know could beat this Patriots defense due to like sort of the unpredictability like how can Mm -hmm. you yeah how can you stop a you can't plan almost for a 60-yard scramble I mean yeah you can put a spy on Lamar Jackson but nine times out of ten Lamar Jackson is going to make that spy miss Mm -hmm. and then what do you do right Uh, so this is definitely a team that poses a threat to them I would imagine we see a good amount of scoring here uh, the Ravens' defense hasn't been what we've come to, you know, know and love. They're not necessarily this complete stout defenses. Mm-hmm. Defense, you know, they're making some moves. We saw Earl Thomas obviously come in, and now Marcus mm-hmm. Peters, who had a pick six, let's go pick six in his first game against who else? But Russell, Russell Wilson, Wilson. dangerous. Um, so yeah, good, you know, to see Marcus Peters making plays again. Uh, I, I'll take the Patriots, but I think it's close. To be fair, that throw that Russell Wilson made on that play was, that was garbage. Yeah, I wouldn't have made that throw. <laughs> not in Madden, not I in real life. <laughs> I don't know what. But he you was can doing pay me there, thirty-five million dollars to make that throw. I'll do it. <laughs> um, you, you said you're taking the Patriots. Uh, yeah, I'm taking the Patriots. I'm probably going to lead towards the Patriots too. You know, I just don't see. I want to take the Ravens. I do. Yeah, I, I do. Just, I don't think I can. I don't see enough skill level on the offensive side of the ball for the Ravens for them to be able to do something the unless if they can lean heavy on the run and you know Lamar can be a little bit more of a threat passing the ball and maybe you know I mean they have some guys in the res- they need more they do need nobody more. like that's going to take over the game get against the Patriots nonetheless like oh yeah Stephon like Gilmore is Mark Andrews is planners. their their number one target yeah. and you know which I like Mark Andrews I think he's a very talented tight end but I mean you know, High tower out. is lurking. Yeah, yeah. Oh God, uh, I think I might have to bench Andrews this week. Eee. It's fine. I have Johnu Smith, but Mark Andrews has been—he's been my guy. Johnu. He's been getting me through some some tough times. Um, but yeah, they they need to get more playmakers. You know, on this offense. Um, you know, running the football, they do have some guys, Mark Ingram and, and Gus Edwards. I just don't see how you get. I just don't see how you you really get going against this Patriots defense, though. Yeah, it's I just think be it's tough. like Lamar Jackson making some plays. Tough. I don't think the Patriots, you know, have a big offensive scoring output, but I think mm-hmm. it's enough at the end of the day. Last of our games, Monday Night Football, Dallas Cowboys uh, heading out to the Big Apple to try and take a bite out of the Giants. Oh. Um, nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, the Giants. Hor- it wasn't a horrible game against the Lions, but. You know, you certainly thought that they were going to put up a little bit more of an effort oh, yeah. uh, against a team. You know, I thought they were pretty evenly matched. At that Daniel Jones play where he threw it way behind the line. I was just, I felt bad for oh, Saquon. Oh, like, yeah. Holy that shit, was, dude. That was terrible. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then on the other side of the ball, Cowboys, they were on by two. Or? Yep, they're coming off a bye. So they've had time to prepare for Daniel Jones. Oh, wow. uh, so the defense R. might R. be back to clampers. Yeah. Uh, Amari Cooper's had time to rest up. Dak Prescott. What do you think for this game? Uh, you ex- I think that the you know Cowboys are going to have a great game offensively. Obviously, we'll probably see Zeke get going. But, I mean, just uh, DeAndre Baker and... Um, that's not enough to slow down Amari Cooper. Yeah, DeAndre Baker is not going to be, you know, enough. A rookie corner. And, and who's their other corner? Jenkins? Janoris Jenkins, yeah, yeah. and Jenkins has gotten throttled this year. Burned. Absolute. You know, Burned. It's been ridiculous. Um, like, Toast. 
I remember watching, you know, Mike Evans. Granted, you know, it's Mike Evans. Mike Evans is a good receiver. But Mike Evans was burning him every single play. Like, every single play, Jameis could have passed it to Mike Evans. It's nuts. Uh, So I think Michael Gallup and Amari Cooper should be able to get open, make some plays. I feel like the passing game is a big game. Um, You know, get them that lead, and then Zeke probably just, you know, keeps it rolling when they get that lead. Mm -hmm. I just don't see the Giants being able to do. Unless Saquon can take over. Unless Saquon has a... I, I don't even know what to kind of call it performance. Like, he literally would need to run for, like, 250-some yards and, like, three touchdowns or something. And, like, some, some long ones because they're not going to get him in, you mm-hmm. know, past midfield with right the way that Daniel Jones has looked the last few weeks. Well, you he's know, had he's, some, he's had his Yeah, he's I been guess. spreading yeah, the ball out to Tate. And, turn the ball over. Uh, so they get Sterling Shepard back this week, hopefully, from concussion. So that should be... A positive sign, but I still don't think that's going to do enough for them against the Cowboys. Yeah, I hate to say it, but yeah, I'll take the Cowboys in this one. The boys, yeehaw! <laughs> um, so a little bit of NBA talk to finish the show. Let's do it. The Wolves are three and zero so far. Uh, started out the year. You hopefully know, four and zero when you're hearing this. Yes, hopefully four and zero because they're playing the Sixers tonight, Wednesday night. Uh, play the Nets. Kyrie had a fifty point game Jesus. against us, but then Okogie put down the clamps on the. Game-winning attempt. Let's go. Uh, I was very happy because I do not like her, Kyrie Irving. He's a. That's girl. one of those players that we disagree on. He's a. But like, prick. I get it. I, I get it. Let um, me cry my way out of LeBron's we'll have they beat. stronghold. They beat Miami, right? Yeah, without Jimmy. Take Butler. that! Oh God damn. Never mind. Without, uh, take that, Jimmy Butler. <laughs> Still take that. Take you that, Tyler Hero. Regular season game. Um, and then who else do they beat? Charlotte. Charlotte. Oh, okay. Charlotte's young, okay, yeah, but I'm they're get horrible. Too, yeah, I'm not gonna go too crazy, you know, on the Wolves being three and zero. I don't want people to think like, oh, they're number one in the West. Do not expect <laughs> that. Um, Carl Anthony Towns is having Giannis like numbers, dude. We like need him assists? to be. We need him if to be gonna, on that. Literally to make just just to make the playoffs, they need him to play essentially like Giannis. Um, you know, averaging thirty three. 13 boards, 5 assists, multiple blocks a game, over a steal per a game. You know, he's he's doing everything. Uh, you know, not much more you can ask for him. Can Wiggins be his sidekick? Wiggins has stepped two, up. Which Wiggins has looked better. Um, great. He looks great on Sunday I've night. Seen. I haven't I haven't been able to see any of the games yet, so it's it's tough. I just think that the the team is really rallying behind him because there was like a a three where he pulled yep. up and made it and then yep. the whole the bench whole just mobbed him nuts. and I think they. everyone knows that for us to get it going and to get to that next level and to be in the conversation in the West, we need Andrew Wiggins to play at the level that we all know that he can play at. I think this is a, a you know very young team. We say, we say that every year about the Wolves. Yeah. It feels like they've always been yeah. such a young team. Besides maybe um, the year when they made it to the playoffs with you know guys like Taj Gibson, mm-hmm. Jeff Teague, uh, Jimmy Butler, obviously. Not welcome in Minnesota. <laughs> no, not at all. Get not them. at all. Um, but, I mean, bringing in some young pieces, and I think they're building a good culture right now. Yeah, I will say definitely. That. I don't think they're a playoff team this That's year. That's been a lot of the I talk. But I love the guys they're bringing in. Um, first of all, bringing in Robert Covington last year, I freaking love that dude. Like, I mm-hmm. think he's a really good guy to especially play aside someone like Carl Anthony Towns. You know, just one of the best 3 and D players in the game. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. And then drafting Josh Okogie, like you said, clamps. We saw it last yes, year. You know, On live. Hard. Yeah, we saw it live. We've seen it multiple times. would like to see him spark more of an offensive game, but mm-hmm. 
he really brings an energy uh, to that team that's nice to see. And I haven't seen Jarrett Culver play yet, mm-hmm. um, but somebody that I'm excited to you know see. So hopefully they can continue to bring in good pieces, um, continue to build the culture. It seems like they're also really, you know, um, they're really supporting and gathering around um, Ryan Saunders. They seem to love that dude. So yeah. that gets me excited. A young coach, uh-huh. Sean McVay of the NBA, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to do things on the court, we'll get there. Ryan, for you to take be called that. Years, but also, I guess since we're talking NBA now, um, I think it was in Slam Magazine, it was D'Lo, uh, Devin Booker, and Carl Anthony Towns were on the cover, and they were talking about wanting to play all together. So please make that happen in the Target Center in Minnesota. Thank you. The oh coldest out of the two places, out of the Russell three places. Devin Booker as your backcourt, the shooting. Oh my god! And, and D'Angelo Russell, he's, who has he's, the money? For he's that? underrated. Andrew Wiggins. Unless if you want go, that to be our big three, be gone. I going. I get right now that's not going to win you championships necessarily, but I mean going forward, like that puts them in a category. I think that you see. I mean, I would say we have a better future than the Hawks if we make that happen. Which, I mean, the Hawks do have a really bright future. Trey Young was the Eastern Ooh. Conference Player of the Week. He's ice Trey the game. He's going to lead them. And also, you know, seeing the Mavericks, uh, Luka, I'm going to watch about Luka and Porzingis. Porzingis in his first game back put up 23 points. Um, so, I mean, that's a dynamic duo going forward. You know, in the NBA of duos now, let's bring back the big three. We have our already. <laughs> Wiggins and Cap. You know, I like I like what we've seen so far from Wiggins, or at least what I'm hearing. But I just I don't trust it, man. I I do not trust. That Have dude. faith. I don't. Why? <laughs> Why would I at this point, man? Here's why you need to have faith because we need to do something to stay relevant. How about that? My faith. We will need not to believe in our team. Play better. And in the yes, it might. There, we just we haven't seen it. Um, and I'm not. You know, I think he is a good good player. Like I won't mind him being on the team. What it is for me is what is invested in him. He's not going to be able to bring that return. Right. Like the this. amount of money, the super max like some, that they gave to him very, 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 very prematurely. Way too early. Way too early. And I get that maybe he wouldn't have wanted to sign. You know, if he didn't get that, good. You know, be gone. Like, if you're not right. going to take, like, a, a reasonable contract. Yeah, I think we could have dealt with having that bidding war go on and the whole, the thing is, if we didn't do that with Wiggins, I think Minnesota's perception of Jimmy Butler might be a little bit different. Who knows? Jimmy M- Butler still might be on Minnesota. I kind of doubt it. But, who, like, who knows? Because that was a big thing I think that if he we really don't, didn't like. I think if we don't give Wiggins the max that we would. We would give Butler the because, money. Because, yeah, we would have given Tibbs, him the money. I don't know if Tibbs uh, would still be here. Possibly. You know, I, I love Tibbs on the Bulls, but it just it didn't work It didn't work, work here because he was yelling at Carl Anthony Towns. You can hear it on screen. He literally, yeah. Screen. Shout out FSN, man. Shut up. <laughs> no, don't shout out FSN. Dave Benz, you know, I'm, I'm going to take his job. It's fine. At least they got Marnie Gellner. I guess she's all right. Yay. Yeah. yeah. Else, bro. Just well, let Marnie Gellner call the game. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let, let Oxcord Sports and Marnie Gellner yes. call the game. Yes. Yes. I would love that. There it is. Yes, I would love that. All right. Well, hopes for the Wolves, fingers crossed, this year as it goes. Uh, well, that's all we have for today's show. Uh, thank you for listening. A lot to, of content. <laughs> yeah, a lot of content, you know, coming off the bye. Oh, yeah. Um, and football's getting juicier. I think we're starting to really figure out who these teams are. Oh, yeah. And, you know, injuries have played a big part in that, but also, you know. Some surprising teams yeah. have come out and played better than we expect. 
the 49ers. Yeah, I didn't think they were going to be on the level that they are now. I thought so. they were, you know, more of a middling team now. Mm-hmm. Someone were like, oh my god, they're 7-0? and Yeah. Yeah, because they've had their bye. 7-0, and ridiculous. Home field advantage at this point, but they're going to have to play the Packers in that a couple could, weeks. That could be an L, but I mean... That's going to be juicy. See, and they still do have to play the Rams. They still do have to play the Seahawks again. You know, there's some mm-hmm. some there's some tough matchups that they could definitely lose. They still have to play the Seahawks twice. I don't think they've played them yet. Have they not played the Seahawks? No. Oh, snap. So mm-hmm. there's definitely some L's that could be, be handed out. I think out, that's next Monday night's game. Oh, that is actually a yeah. game. Seahawks Monday 49ers. night coming through for once. Yeah. And going into the year, they probably didn't think they were. They were like, oh, this is a perfect mm-hmm. Monday night Yeah, matchup. and then they Hot put jokes on you. Dolphin Steelers. Gross. Yeah. They're like, oh, the only way we can make this better is if we have Jason Witten call the game. Well, too bad. No. Too bad, so no. sad. Yeah, he went back to do his real job. Booger McFarlane for life. Yes, sir. Keep it. And not the cart on the sideline. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to the show. We will hear from you next week. Deuces.